Welcome to the Road Soda Podcast. The Road Soda Podcast is your entertainment podcast on the go. Your host Isaiah Cooper and Christy, and an occasional third wheel, present a variety of fun segments from offbeat news to Netflix reviews, with interludes from our sponsors and parent company, Popco Brands. Fasten your seatbelts and please listen responsibly to Road Soda. Hello and thank you for cracking another road soda. Chicken soup for the podcast listener's soul. Doesn't ring any. <laughs> no, I know. I just I love when you make a banger and I like to really There's sit a... there and make you sweat it out while you just look at me. Is that a banger? Is that what that is? On this episode, after being beat by plantain leaves, the wizard was saved by the town vigilante. Churches are strip clubs, and bars are churches, and the girl never existed. All this and more will make perfect sense in the course of this episode. What about tuna fish? Don't do it. Don't eat the tuna salad sandwich or the egg salad sandwich from a truck stop. I'm pretty sure that's... But the cheeseburgers and the chicken is good. Yeah, it's different. Oh my God. It's different. It's not fish and eggs. Everybody knows that. Everyone. Would you rather eat a Speedway cheeseburger or a racetrack tuna fish sandwich? Uh, Speedway sad burger. I'm Isaiah Cooper. With me is the airbags that save lives. <laughs> the girl with the biggins. The checha betchas ready for winter. <laughs> Christy. That was nice. Uh, yeah, nice. She's like chewing. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> The girl with the big ass titties. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> we had a pretty awesome week. Yes. A lot of lingering. Kind of. Yeah. I did not. You're not a puker. I'm really not. But I mean, this week I wouldn't have known better. We got we got sick. My baby boy. Everybody got sick. Everybody got sick. My baby boy came around on the back end of some kind of stomach bug and just passed it around like to everybody. Like playing cards. It went from you, from him, to you, to me, to my sister's boyfriend, to my mom. Yeah. Um, it's weird that it went from you to your, your sister's boyfriend. Were you guys, uh, no, what? no. I must have got that timeline out of order. Yeah, it is weird because I'm pretty sure I <clears> gave <throat> it to your sister's boyfriend. when <laughs> and, and your mom. I'm pretty sure that was all one go. Um, but yeah, you were you were down for the count. It was constant. It was like every... I was not allowed to take a shit because uh-uh. the length of my shit is, is longer than the intervals where you were not puking. Yeah. It was and, like six every six minutes for like seven or eight hours. And there was no toilet. There's so only... We got a one bathroom house. Was, we got one bathroom. So it's either I shit in the sink or I just hold it And in. I was like really terrified. I think I was like, okay, I can, I can force myself to give you 10 minutes. But I just knew that if I went in that shit ridden bathroom afterwards after mm-hmm. you i just I th- maybe would have cleared it up no i uh-oh someone's not on the inside we gotta pause for oz mr ozzy's here with us in the studio how could we ever forget ozzy stayed by my side that whole time yes he that was, was seriously like sincerely one of the sickest times i've ever been in my life yeah you were hurting you were hurting and then i was it, crying you were crying 
But I mean, that's no different than any other Monday or Tuesday, you know? <laughs> you always say that. <laughs> but I guess I do. I'm always like, I was crying. I was crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Again? <laughs> I made you change me. I couldn't even move. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to change your diaper. It was pretty bad. <laughs> we had big wipes. What are you trying to say? That you're an adult, so you don't have baby wipes. You have big adult wipes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are. Your ass is, <laughs> your ass is bigger than a baby's. <laughs> my, Especially my kid who has the absence of any, any ass. Does he? Yeah, it's just the little, it's the flattest little. <laughs> is it really? I don't think yeah. I've ever, he doesn't really run around. He's just got two legs. <laughs> That's it. He gets kid. that from you, huh? Oh, that was an ass burn <laughs> for your ass burn. Lawrence has got the most adorable little cocoa beans. Cocoa bean butt? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, so it was it was pretty rough, but we made it through. We made it on the other end. What else happened? Everybody got sick. My brother did not get to make it onto Chode Soda. He didn't because because you ruined it. I ruined it. Which, hey, what else? If uh, Whenever Christy ruins something, drink. That's the road soda drinking game. <laughs> so take a drink. Um, yeah, she. we were supposed to record on that Tuesday. Yeah. And that was like the day, at, like Monday night, you were like, blah, blah. No, no Tuesday, actually Tuesday. Yeah, because Monday was you. Because Monday I was sick. Mm-hmm. And... I was like telling you, I was like, the shit's not right. I had like the worst night's sleep on Monday because all day, all day Monday, I was like trying not to, I was like breaking out in cold sweats and just trying not to fucking puke and live, yes. live in my worst life. And then that morning I woke up and I was, I, I ended up going to sleep on the couch because I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I was like, I just couldn't get comfortable. I was hot and sweaty and uncom- it was miserable. And then you came out and you're like, I was like, I think I'm, I'm sick. And you're like, maybe you're like allergic to work. And I was like, <laughs> Dude, I was just gonna. <laughs> and oh I was my like, God, I'm the worst girlfriend. And I was ever. like, yeah, or maybe I'm <laughs> like sick. Dude, that is. I was then, literally just gonna say that. And then like a few hours later, I get a text from you, and you're like, Hey, did you have any of that? Did you have any of that Thanksgiving food, the leftovers? And I don't think I answered because I might have been asleep at the time. Cause I try to, I, I really try to, to work. How do you love me? And then, and then I, uh, Dude, that's and then you, and then, awful. and then I get a text saying, Hey, did you, did you eat any of that Thanksgiving food? And I didn't answer a little while later. And you're like, I'm puking so bad. My stomach hurts so bad. I think I'm dying. Yeah. I got sent home from work. Cause you thought it was, was and you thought it was the, uh, Thanksgiving. I was going to say, it's just like really funny. Cause I remember when I, I forgot that I asked you if you were allergic to work, like a bitch. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, I don't know, Christy, are you allergic to work? What are you doing home so early? Yeah, I was like on my way to work. And I I FaceTime my sister every single morning on my way to work. And I was like, definitely making fun of you. Mm -hmm. But like in a very lighthearted manner. I wasn't like talking shit about you. See what happens? But we were like making fun of you, you know? And I told her that I said, are you allergic to work? And she was like, dude, what is wrong with you? You did not say that to him. I'm like, yes, I did, dude. I'm like, yeah, right. You're sick like, I'm like, so funny. Yeah, so funny. What's wrong with him this time? And then like literally two or three hours later and I got it so much worse than you did. Mm-hmm. It was just like instant karma. That's, I was just going to say. That's because the universe loves me. I know. I just thought, I, was, and... I thought it was funny that I was talking shit about you and that, I mean, making fun of you. And then. You reminded me that I asked if you were allergic to work. Why do you love me? Because I don't have to. I don't. When you when you do something like that, I don't have to worry about anything. I just okay, you know. The universe will take care of it. And then a little while later, 
hey babe what are you doing home so early yeah but i was like what's going on saying it in kind of like a joking manner but like a little bit of like bitchiness under oh, there i could tell you know like we we banter and pick on each mm-hmm. other a lot for fun oh i know when it's real like when you when you when you scream fuck the jews <laughs> i can i know when it's real <laughs> Uh, if you guys want to stick around for, for that treat <laughs> oh later, later in the show, <laughs> I like she got a little oh pent up something. Why am I like this? Welcome, welcome to the uh, the Fourth Reich, starring Christy, and she's not sick anymore. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I think just the other day you were still kind of feeling it. Just today like yesterday. is the very first day that I actually feel myself yeah. normal. You, you really had to like dry out and get everything out and then yeah. reintroducing new stuff once when, when you've emptied that much shit out reintroducing new stuff is never it's never pain, easy. it was like every everything i put in my body was fucking painful and my yeah. mom could every time you like think you're okay and it just comes in waves and i'm like dude i am not okay what is wrong mm-hmm. today's the first day that i like felt normal well maybe uh you'll think twice next time about your 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 jokes. You know, I'm holding asked, up quotes. Your jokes. I asked if you were allergic to work, and then you missed maybe a, a just a handful of hours that mm-hmm. you like had to make up, and then I missed five days of work, four mm-hmm. days, four and a half days of work, mm-hmm. four days. Yeah. And it turns out I'm allergic to work. Turns out can't go back to that bullshit. So bad they don't even want you. They're like, you, you, you we don't even want you here. They You're wouldn't let allergic. me come back. They really I wouldn't. I tried. I, I that was Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I tried to go back to, or I didn't want to go back to work. Thursday, I tried to go back. And then they said, no, I can come back Friday. And then I called him and told him I was fine. And I ended up finding out that the girl I was talking to on the phone, Cindy, told everyone how awful I sounded. But I think I was like really trying to turn it on because I like want money. Right. Because like, why not? Mm-hmm. And so she must have like smelled through all my bullshit. Mm good story she sounds like shit <laughs> i think she wants to work you know what i'm gonna do tell her she can't what a treat what a treat it was a fun week i enjoyed uh i enjoyed it i only had to work like a seven hours on saturday <laughs> it's like fucking name. but we had adelaide again and he wasn't sick and uh here we are yeah that was actually yeah that was a nice weekend it was a nice weekend it was a good week and um I couldn't have wished for you to be sicker at a better time than after a shitty, mean joke. <laughs> That's why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love you. It's like I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been able to write it write it better in my sitcom. Yeah. Wife comes in, talks mad shit about husband being sick. <laughs> Two hours later, wife comes home work sick as shit <laughs> much more sick than the husband was why because the husband's a man and handled it like one and the wife cried and laid on the bed and acted like she couldn't move for three days i really couldn't i made you change my socks because if i lifted up my feet i was oh you didn't up. make me do that yeah i did i did it for you just Aww. on my own if you want to act like in your head like you, you did something to make me i asked you you didn't ask for me to put your socks on i didn't mm-hmm there was no verbalizations of I the said, socks. You just I need asked fuzzy for fuzzy socks. Yeah, you, that's all you said. You didn't say to put them on. I had on thick sweatpants, thick fuzzy socks, a shirt, a sweatshirt, a big fuzzy blanket, and a comforter. Mm-hmm. That's sick. That is sick. That's sick. 
<laughs> I can't believe I asked you that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's get on with the show. It's enough of this stupid-ass banner. Let's get to the news, what everyone literally likes. Okay? Nobody but first, the news. Everyone loves the news. But first, how about another word from, from our Jews? Jesus, Christy. <laughs> Save it for your, your meetings. How about another word from our sponsors who happen to be Jewish? <laughs> Are you watching the most miserable movie on the planet? A movie so bad you want to scream? A movie so terrible it warps time and space? Well, that sucks. What if I told you that you didn't have to do that anymore? that your dog shit movie watching days are over and all you had to do was listen to Road Soda. You'd probably say, get bent, liar, but you would be wrong. No lies here. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast and enjoy the sweet, supple voices of the hosts discuss and review Netflix original content. When a movie gets a good review, watch that movie. If a movie gets a shit review, don't watch that movie. It's as simple as that. So leave those awful mind-numbing nights of confusion and boredom behind and crack a road soda. Oh, back again. Oh, back again. I hate my life. Back, back again. Are we are we live? Okay, uh uh, here we are in the news studio. Road soda to you. News for wow. you, to you, for you, and to you, and to you. Stories from a Jew. Stories that matter. That matter the most. I'm Isaiah. With me is Shishinini. What was it? Shish. Checha Betches. Checha Betcha. Thank you. That's you. <laughs> All right. Up first on our... Oh, God. This is a long one. We don't have to read the whole thing, baby. Don't you know how this goes? I'm, I'm talking about how many articles there are. I know. I really... Because I, I got addicted just to looking for them. So I kept adding. I've actually... I uh, took a couple out, but I just like Jeez. replaced them. Uh, there you go, everybody. There's your first news story. Next news story comes to us from African... Africa explained. All right, I'm listening. That's right. I knew how to get you. Get him right at the top. <laughs> Wizard coming back from coven meeting crash lands on rooftop. And then, uh, if you guys want to see the articles, they're down in the notes or the details of the show. Uh, the first one, you can click it. You see a picture of a guy uh, just kind of squatting on top of someone's house. Doesn't look too suspicious uh. to me. He's, he looks like he could be naked, but he might have shorts on. I think. He's, yeah, shirtless with shorts on, squatting on someone's roof. Riveting. I know. And I guess wherever they are, it's... In a bizarre video... <laughs> in a bizarre video going around on a Nigerian social media... Where's your news voice? A man believed to be a wizard <laughs> crash landed a man believed to... Oh my God. Just think about that. That's sorry. a news... Believed to be a wizard. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Crash landed on the rooftop of a building on his way back from a coven meeting at Akpokpor um, Street in Akpara Inland in Ethiopia. 
East Local Government Area of Delta State, Southeast Nigeria. Man, imagine uh, having to send a letter to that address. That's, I think listening to you say it was bad enough. I know, right? I'm sorry. The man... Hey, isn't uh, Chichana's a real bitch? Uh, the man who was identified... <laughs> here we go, here we go. Why don't you say this name? Uh, Omamu Yovi. Omamu Yovi. <laughs> Omamu Yovi. Omamu Yovi. Oh, there it is. It is. Yeah. You're so good at this. What if that's like Michael? Over <laughs> oh, my translation. Jeez, it's just like everyone's name. Like everybody's <laughs> right. name, Omamu Yovi. <laughs> A commercial motorcycle operator who is well known in the community. That's all he does is just ride motorcycle. I'm a commercial motorcycle uh, operator. Just ride a motorcycle around. Everybody knows me for it. Is well known in the community and married with two children. Could be seen clutching a hundred naira note in his hand. I don't even know what the fuck it means. That's just a uh, money. Hundred dollars worth in Ethiopian money. It Very was, cool. It was learned he was flogged with plantain leaves. <laughs> oh Dude, what? Are they just like flight of like whatever word comes next? Uh, plantain leaves, okay. And while and while at the at the point of setting him ablaze, the community vigilante rescued. <laughs> oh my god! So they're about to literally torch this, like light this guy on fire because they think he's a wizard, and then a superhero, the town vigilante jumps in and saves the day Bum, ba, da, da. <laughs> i'm ethiopian man you will not set that wizard on fire <laughs> an eyewitness disc stop reading ahead you're you're <laughs> oh my god you're ruining it an eyewitness disclosed that omamu yovi was uh taken to his family compound in Igberi oh Street by the vigilante, where he reportedly confessed to being a wizard and committing several mysterious atrocities in the All area. right, I'm listening. <laughs> he allegedly confessed that he was being chased by a Delti or Igberi Juju. A deity? A deity. It looked like an L. My eyes are bad. Uh, Igberi Juju from the coven... Uh, where he went to fortify his... Dude, this is not real! Fortify his craft when he ran out of quote-unquote fuel and crash-landed on the rooftop with $100 in his hand. About 98% of Nigerians identify as either Christians or Muslims, but despite that, witchcraft is still a fairly common practice among people living in rural areas. Man, there's a 30-second video that I did not watch. Ooh, I want to watch it. Um, let's, all right, I'll hit play. So he's just like the picture. He's, he's motionless. He's sitting up on the roof like a gargoyle. Just looking around and they're hissing at him. Calling him a witch. I mean, he doesn't look like a witch. I mean, he looks like he, he knows sh he's in for some shit. You know, like he, he knows if he comes yeah. down, he's going to get some plantain leaves to the to the head. That's it, huh? Yeah. All right. That's it. There's proof, everybody. You've seen him. The Ethiopian wizard crash landed on that roof. About to get some plantain leaves. If that you was know. a good one. Yeah, because it's wild. 
plantain leaves. There was a superhero. There was a wizard. There was he's being chased by a juju. Mm -hmm. All right, this one's next. And now another word from our sponsors. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Wacky Willie's Nigerian Wizard Emporium and Broom Rental. Wacky Willie has been happily servicing the Delta State for over 50 years, and it's no wonder why. We are your number one shop for all things wizardly, and at the best prices, wizard fuel and wizard fuel containers. Never worry about running out to and from cousin meetings. We have the latest in defensive. Now, 20% off all anti-plantain leaf spells, and 30% off all flame retardant robes. And don't forget to check out the magical staffs, where you'll find any staff you can think of. Staffs of wood, staffs of plastic, staffs with chicken heads, staffs with spikes, and get the paint your own staff kit. Why not? It's the holidays. Don't get stuck on a roof again with your hundred naira note. Spend that money at Wacky Willies. Lol, what? Lol, what? <laughs> Take her away, Miss Chachananas. I fucking hate the news so much. But I love doing it with you. Sure thing. Negative reviews for scented candles rise along with COVID-19 cases. I heavily considered getting rid of this one. Negative reviews for scented candles rise along. I fucking hate everyone. Yeah. Could the angry reviewers be suffering from COVID-19 related loss of smell and simply not be aware? Uh, Maybe. COVID-19 has been correlated with and responsible for many things that need to be taken quite seriously, including a struggling economy and job losses. On a funnier note, however, there is one strange COVID-19 correlation that can give us a much-needed good laugh. All this, right. Yeah. <laughs> All it's right. funny already. Let, lay it on me, interestingengineering.com. It seems that the negative reviews of Amazon's three best-selling scented candles have increased along with COVID-19 cases. This correlation could, of course, be associated with the loss of smell again. This link was first noticed by effective and social psych neurostudent Kate Petrova, who did more than just giggle at the fact. She straight up investigated it using mathematical analysis and graphs. Whoa, she got, she used fucking, she wrote stuff down. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, she downloaded a subsample on the three most popular. She found that between 2017 and 2020, the average rating was around a 4.3 out of 5. Fucking riveting. However, between January and November, when COVID was on the rise, there was a sharp drop in candle ratings. <gasps> to investigate further, she plotted the reviews. Okay, they're just repeating themselves. Right. What she was it? amazed by the difference. The unscented candle reviews seemed unaffected. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, oops, I got a little ad. I want to see uh, how much of a percent they've dropped. You can follow her whole process, including graphs, by clicking on her tweet. We all know you love Twitter. I know. I might, there might not be any young hot babes in this one, though. Probably not. Just And you will candles. discover, too, why scented candles are unexpected victims of the current pandemic. How sad and you skipped the. I think you skipped the paragraph where it might say, in the process, she discovered that since the beginning of this year, the proportion of reviews mentioning lack of scent grew from 
grew from 2% in January to close to 6% in November. It was less than 2%. What a find! Reviews mentioning lack of scent. Cool. Ah, Jesus. I should have totally White people have serious problems. Yeah, this is problems. White people are so bored that they're investigating reviews on scented candles and finding correlations with the pandemic. And then they're fucking putting it on, on a, on a stupid website where a stupid podcast picks interesting it up. Interestingengineering.com. Stu- interesting engineer posted on their stupid website and then two more white people pick it up and talk about it on their fucking podcast. <laughs> right. Where will it fucking end? Dude, white people are, are the, the worst. worst. God, is there anything else to talk about? Of course there is. And this is what we're going to talk about. Uh, he was originally going to give them vacuums, but realized that would just be silly. That's what I wrote. Uh, I don't know. That's the little line that I wrote. Ha 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 ha. So funny, right? That was a good laugh, too. I know. Why is it asking me to sign up? Okay. Uh, this comes from Mexico do- uh, News Daily. Dues Daily. Sonora Mayor's gift to mothers of missing persons shovels and buckets. I'm sorry, what? You heard me. No, it, I did. He's like. Um, all right, everybody, we're going to have a meeting. No, um, but like, yeah, your people are missing, so you're going to give them buckets and shovels so they can, what, bury them? Well, I mean... Dig up dead bodies? I mean, well, the, the my, my people really were apprehensive about the buckets. There was a lot of pushback on the buckets, but I fought for those buckets. I'm like, what's the point of a shovel without some buckets? What are you, you just going to give these people shovels? What are they going to do with the dirt? <laughs> How are they going to move the dirt around? <coughs> So I fought for you. I fought for you guys out here. Uh, on the International Day, sorry. Yeah. On the <clears throat> it, it like I got a weird tickle. On the International Day to eliminate violence against women, we give them buckets for digging up bodies. There it is. The mayor of Gumos, Sonora, is under criticism after presenting mothers of missing persons with shovels and buckets to help them dig up clandestine graves clandestine what the fuck in a ceremony on wednesday in a ceremony on wednesday meant to honor the international day to eliminate violence against women mayor sara valdesens gave the women warrior searchers group shovels buckets and a gift basket containing face masks latex gloves antibacterial gel and bottled water members of the gomas Municipal Council publicized the event on social media where commenters from all over Mexico were soon posting derogatory comments toward the mayor and the council expressing outrage at what they said was the ceremony's insensitivity. Uh, What little empathy you have, said commenter on Facebook. May these shovels never be used to look for someone's own relatives. Okay, new rule. You got to look for your friend's dead bodies. Okay, get out of here. Um, today we have the fourth transformation that is geared towards addressing the emotional first. Yeah, right. What what a weird thing to do. Yeah. The insen- the the insensitive and indolent indolent politicians of the fourth transformation think that their failings can be compensated for with public money. Ernesto Moro said to those who lost a loved one due to the administrator's ineffectiveness they are giving a shovel so that they can go find them themselves that's like a mafia move 
I feel like like if if the mafia was like it's Mexico. Yeah, if 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 like the mafia killed your your dad or something like, and the kid he's like you killed my dad and the mafia's boss is like yeah give the kid a fucking shovel you want your dad so bad go find him go dig him up, you see what I did I'll do something for you here's a bucket like that's yeah. some like fucking crazy shit like someone's then they just it's like salt in the I don't know that was crazy. Next article. Next article. Next article. Hurry up. What did she expect? Yeah, what did she expect? Woman hallucinates for months after eating five-day-old gas station sushi. Serves oh, her right. I love this person. Yeah, serves her right. She's like, in a, I love this. In a gas station, she's Dude. like, she's like uh, mm, sushi. Taquito, hot dog rolling on a thing, egg sandwich, sushi. You know what? That'd really hit the spot right now. Serve yeah, me I mean, I like to like really hate on grocery store sushi, even like Sam's Club sushi. But like sometimes that should look good. And public sushi is really good. I mean, it's okay. Because they use their their public fish and they make it right there. They got real slanty eyed. No, I don't dude, know what you kind people of... are just like fucking weirdly devoted to Publix. It doesn't matter what Publix says. Or pub shops or cry. Publix sushi. I'm sorry. What did you have a craving for? What did you have a craving for a couple of days ago? Gas station sushi. I bet you did. I've got a craving to hear the rest of this article. But anyways, so I like to like really talk shit about like the fucking grocery store sushi. Like I will get it. I have got it. It's good. I'll eat it. But if, if I want sushi, I'm going to go fucking buy and oh, get, some, get some sushi. It's usually like an on the whim thing. And then afterwards, I'm like, that wasn't really worth it. But it was good. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. But you're, you're on a road trip and you're on your way to but you yeah. know, Georgia and you're like, I'm craving sushi. Let's hit up this pilot or loves gas station. And get yeah, some- but I'm all also still eat like really nasty gas station food, like 7-Eleven nachos. I don't care what time of day it is, how wasted or how sober you are. Those stale ass chips. You push the button for some hot cheese, throw a bunch of jalapeno. Dude, I'll eat nasty gas station food. But you never get all the, the time. Tu- you never get the tuna salad sandwich and you never get the egg salad sandwich. Those are two things oh, you, you know never what? I- get. If you want to not shit your pants. You don't get them. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I would have steered away from tuna salad or egg salad. I don't think I've ever got Only one. Only at a gas station. I may have. I've absolutely bought chicken salad sandwiches at countless gas stations. You're, you're skirting the edge, but you're okay. No. Perfect. They're delicious. About, yeah, that's what I mean. You're skirting the edge of... They taste great, but they're not necessarily going to make you... This is coming from the person that'll eat like 10-day-old chicken. I don't know what you're talking about that I can't that's eat tuna salad from That's what I'm trying to say. Do you understand the magnitude <laughs> of what I'm trying to say now? <laughs> no, but like you will... Yeah, like most people eat food and they're like, oh, it doesn't, you know, maybe it doesn't taste good anymore. Oh, I think it's expired. The quality has gone down. And I feel like you will eat something until it has mold. Right. Like it'll, it'll be, I'll, I'll, if I make spaghetti, I'll probably eat it for five days. On the fifth day, I'm like, this is pushing it, but I'll still eat it. I feel like it would be day 14. You're like, I think I'm going to have some spaghetti. As long as it doesn't taste fermented or it's like, doesn't taste bad. Yeah. It's because I trust my senses. That's what they're there for. So I don't eat food. So do you smell the gas station tuna salad before you turn it down? It's a fucking known thing. You just don't do it. You just don't do it. I I feel like I might eat a gas station tuna salad or egg salad. Mm-mm. It's fucking tuna. And just like you can. don't stand in traffic, you're like, well, have you tried standing in traffic? It's like, well, no, I don't need to. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. But like, what's the real difference? But Plus, if I'm getting sandwiches from a gas station, it's not like the fucking shell station on the side of the road. It's like a racetrack or something like a Wawa or something right. like that. I so like. It. What's the difference between going to fucking Subway? Have you ever worked at Subway? Because I've worked at Subway and I know what that shiny. I want to hear it. 
So you'll eat Subway tuna fish, but you won't eat racetrack tuna fish? Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, I'm talking about from back in the day when like there wasn't, everything wasn't so like franchised. Like every fucking truck stop wasn't a, a, some big name that we know. Like some, you'd get to a truck stop and it's like Big Bill's fucking truck stop. And you walk on, walk in, and then like they're wrapping the sandwiches. If it was like Aunt Nancy's up. famous tuna salad sandwich, I'd be like, yeah, bro, grab me one of those. Oh, well, that's different. You can't fucking turn down Aunt Nancy. Oh, you know what? I forgot. You're right. I know. You're right. I know. You're right. Well, we'll just fast forward to the future when you're uh, stuck on the shitter somewhere because you had a um, tuna salad sandwich from a gas station. So you're right. We'll follow up with this. A woman identified only as JC. Oh, yeah, that's right. Famished one night after work, came home and found hardly anything to eat in the refrigerator. She took a gamble and ate the five day old gas station sushi that had been ripening in her fridge. Okay, that's the key. Granted, I would never buy sushi from a gas station, but she bought it and then let it sit in her house for five days. That's on her. That's not on the. That's not on the gas station. At this point, you don't even don't even tell us she bought it at a gas station. Yeah. I mean, that makes it like a little bit worse, but like it is. Also very interesting that there's a gas station whipping up sushi. Maybe it was just a really fresh wall. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, and boy, did things go south after that. <clears throat> the Daily Mirror recounts the harrowing tale. Um, first shared on YouTube by verified user and allegedly licensed health provider. I'm sorry, Chubby Chubby Emu? Yeah. Okay. You know, that licensed health provider, Chubby Emu. Of course, uh-huh. um, whose videos contain crude reenactments of variations on cases I or my colleagues have seen in the past. So you can take this story with a grain of salt, but know that sushi related tapeworms are actually a thing. Anyway, back to JC. Aside from tasting a little sour, oh my God, that makes me want to gag already. My mouth's like literally mm-hmm. watering. Mm-hmm. The sushi went down quickly with a dose of soy sauce. Then the symptoms began. Mm -hmm. Everything started with insomnia and the woman's sleep issues escalated into anxiety and confusion, plus an elevated heart rate that felt as if it were beating out of her neck. Next, Interesting, because that's not where the heart is. It's interesting. It's like a main artery. but... But she felt like her heart was beating out of her neck. Weird. My heart's in my chest. Are women's hearts on their neck? You're fucking... Heart it's like, neck? It's not like what's one of the places you can feel your pulse. It's like here and here. Mm-hmm. Your neck, your wrist. I'm, I Those are... You're stupid. You're wrong. Oh, mm-hmm. you you think I'm wrong for thinking the heart's in the neck? What? I think you said that backwards. No. You think I'm wrong for thinking that? I'm... I don't think it's like the craziest thing to say, beating out of her neck. Yeah, it's like it's where your pulse is. I'm sure you can like feel. Okay. Next came the stomach cramps. She'd feel her stomach jiggle before she went to the bathroom. As time went by, JC started suffering from malnutrition, incontinence, hallucinations of bugs crawling up the walls and underneath her skin and bouts of anxiety. Mm -hmm. If all of this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie, well, it sort of is because things got worse. Seizures followed. Then there was a barrage. Did I say that right? Yes. Of testing until finally doctors found evidence of tapeworm eggs in her stool, along with broken segments from a tapeworm. Mm-hmm. They identified it as a big word, one of the largest tapeworms that can grow up to nine meters. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. That's big. That's the biggest. You know, talking a lot of shit about news and you picked some really good articles this week. <laughs> Apparently, I like never want to read the whole article because it repeats itself and but I hate it. But now you're like, is there a vigilante that's going to jump in? <laughs> 
Ethiopia, where's the wizard? Where's the wizard? Um, apparently, these tapeworms really like vitamin B12, taking it away from the host, JC, basically starving her of essential nutrients, which are key for cellular and nervous function. After so much agonizing, JC was given a dose of something, an anti-worm medication, and she made a full recovery. As if there were any more reasons to avoid gas station sushi, huh? Me, well, I'll still something. eat it. I just if, want you to know that that tapeworm art- was in it in her refrigerator... It was in it when they got it at the gas station. For sure. Yeah. I just want you to know that this article ends with saying, as if there were any... Take it away. Hey, wait, did I... What? Nothing. What? What did I say? What did it end with? I don't know. Go ahead and read it. No, you already read it. As if there were any more reasons to avoid (laughs) gas station sushi, huh? Well, I'll still eat it. Yeah, that was my punchline. I'm sorry. No, I love you. You're I didn't mean to do it. Or did I? Probably. I didn't. I, <laughs> I, was, just, I was half listening to what you said and just kept and saw that <laughs> word. I just you said it out loud. Stop. <laughs> just said it out loud. All right. Um, this next one, maybe Isaiah can read. If he can read. What was it? You'll Here it stutter is. it out, but we'll, we'll make it. Babalit, babalit, I said, that's the first business he thought of. Uh, this comes to us to, from PatriotOutlook.com. California pastor temporarily turns his chapel into a strip club to be deemed essential. I like this. I know. Decides to keep it permanently. Said he's, sorry, what? He said he was making so much more money than teaching all those stupid sheep to believe in a imaginary friend. He said, I make much more money on the titties. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. That's not what this article says at all. I For, for was, a second there, did you see me like looking at you? And looking yeah, at you're back like, where is it saying this? Because <laughs> right. I, I was staring at the article. <laughs> right. I was really looking. It's a matter can't read. Uh, <laughs> since the time various shutdowns, stay-at-home orders, etc., uh, we... We're an act. Oh my God. It's because it talks in such a way that uh-huh. I wouldn't. Etc. We're enacted to slow the spread of the Wuhan flu. Wow. This this one. Wow, went, dude. It's a throwback. Holy shit. I can't believe you, they just. You can't say that. This is PatriotOutlook.com. Oh, this was. First of all, this is only written 14 days ago. Yeah. Second of all, did they really just say that? PatriotOutlook.com, baby. They know who They know their audience. They know who their audience is. People that go to church. To people slow that the like spread strip of clubs. the Chinese cough. Like, exactly. What the fuck? The, uh, the list of businesses and activities considered essential has been illogical at best. Oh my God, what is this? In I California, marijuana dispensaries and liquor stores have remained open while gyms and churches have been shut down. It's because you don't spend time in a liquor store or a dispenser. You walk in, you get your shit, and you leave. Yeah, also, people are going to fucking kill themselves if they can't drink or smoke. No What's shit. everybody going to do? And, and that's exactly why they keep the liquor stores open, because there's people with, like... Yeah, otherwise people are going to find other ways to get fucked up, and then you're going to have 10,000 more problems. Exactly. Uh, multiple churches in California have sued over the shutdown order and their non-essential designation, arguing that shutting down churches violates the First Amendment. Mm. It does. In a couple ways. Uh, others have continued to hold indoor services despite the shutdown order, including Godspeak Calvary Chapel in Ventura County, led by Pastor Rob McCoy. 
who stepped down from his post as member of the Thousand Oaks. I don't care. Get to the titties. Oh, my God. I love it. Congress shall make no law. Strip club owners in the state have also challenged the shutdown. Uh, Since being able to provide live adult entertainment is a protected right in at least one county for at least a few weeks, might churches be able to use this ruling to their advantage? Pastor McCoy, inspired by former Governor Mike Huckabee, decided to (laughs) take a chance. When he opened Sunday's services, he chuckled and said, <laughs> Wow, I hate I, you for that. I want to know what's about to transpire is Governor Mike Huckabee's fault. Uh, he set the scene by playing a clip from Hannity. Oh, that's how you want to kick off my church. I don't know what that is. The little Fox News. Hannity, Sean Hannity is a talking head on Fox News. Okay. Yeah. You know Fox News, right? Yeah. Don't you want to watch that at church? Not five, everybody. Fuck it. No. You heard. Usually I sit in my house and go and, and high five myself when I'm watching Fox. But now I got all my friends here so I can. You're. Yes. But. No. He set. <laughs> he set the scene by playing a clip from Hannity. <laughs> this will get him. In which government Huckabee said a church could announce that their pastor would. <laughs> Sorry. Remove his tie during the sermon, and since he was taken off an article of clothing, that might make the church a temporary strip club, and therefore, it would be legal for the parishioners to attend services. So, in the name of love, he rips his he ripped his pants off, or in the in the name of God, he ripped his pants off, and he had just a g-string on, and they put on Gangnam style, and then they, the whole church got up and started throwing money at him, and they said, Have "You ever been to a strip club? Cause I don't think anyone plays." You ever been to a church strip club? It's a little different. And everyone's uh, instead of passing around a basket, the the pastor dances down the aisle, and everyone puts dollars in his. I in prefer his to imagine him doing that all to WAP. Yeah, sure. He's doing WAP. That's the next song. It's a lot. It's a big audience. He's got a lot of rows. He's got a lot of lap dances to give. <laughs> he's got a lot of shit to do. So he's walking down the aisles, and he's fucking. Get you gonna. You gonna put your check in there? Cause you know Nana's writing her check for like ten dollars, and she fucking stuffs it in there. Cause it's offerings. <laughs> I love you. Well, you weren't getting it. No, I was. I was just. Didn't seem like it. I did. Cause you didn't laugh. I'll laugh harder next time. It really hurt my feelings. I put all that effort into that. And you were really moving. I was trying to do get something out of you. Next article. Wait. What? You didn't finish it. And then McCoy took it further. He actually danced to striptease music. And not only did he take his tie off, he threw it into the audience in which some members were holding up dollar bills for their multi-talented pastor. Oh, man. I was almost right. I was almost right. McCoy's dance performance only lasts a minute or so. If you have time, the remainder of the sermon is always very good. Half Half the length of Ellen's waste of time dance at the beginning of her show i always really liked that part there's like a part of my life where like i liked the ellen show Mm -hmm. and it wasn't no i was about to lie what (laughs) i there there's a there's a a period of my life where i I really liked that show it was just a good feel good bullshit thing to keep keep on i think i had like cable on at that time and so i had it set for like a dvr to record every one of them and then i'd like go through and if there was like a guest on that i really liked or wanted to watch i'd watch that one it's and, a fun um, show. She's she's a good 
She's a good interviewer. Yeah, but didn't she like turn out to be a real piece of shit or something? Literally everybody that runs a show like her is is maniacal like that. It like the, the stuff yeah, but that they was said coming she was out, like really mean. Everybody started saying that she was really mean. Yeah, but being mean is not illegal. And it's not Well, I didn't say she like committed a crime. I was just right. it, that's just yeah, and I mean there's gotta be like there's you could probably throw a rock and hit one of those show hosts because they're like the boss yeah. of everything they have yeah. like the final say in everything and they're just like i'm sure every not everybody loves conan or not everybody loves jimmy kimmel yeah for sure. probably a dick to a lot <laughs> of people um was i the first next one nothing makes sense dude what's happening this is like backwards tequila bar applies to become church to beat tier three rules well shit a tequila bar has applied to be classed as a place of worship to allow it to open while it is in tier three. Um, <clears throat> James Aspel, owner of, <laughs> <laughs> owner of 400 Rabbits in Nottingham, said it was a tongue-in-cheek gesture to highlight the unfair rules faced by hospitality venues. From Wednesday, bars in tier three areas can only offer takeaway and delivery. However, places of worship are allowed to welcome people from the same household or bubble. Mr. Aspel, who opened the bar five years ago, said he had submitted an application to reopen the bar as the Church of 400 Rabbits. Um, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Churches are being strip clubs. Bars are being churches. Yeah. It's like what? It's like based on your city, I guess. Yeah, it, yeah, it's so wild. It's just whatever the rules are. Make I mean, ahead. this guy does say, and he he quotes, he's quoted as saying, "We've decided to have a bit of fun with all of this. The main reason is just to shine a light on the ridiculousness of the rules themselves." Right. So at least he like, yeah. Says I mean, that and he's it's all fun and games until like somebody decides they want to enforce it and they show up and they like take his business license or arrest yeah. him. Then it's like, <laughs> it's just a joke. They're like, the joke was breaking the law. You're not a church. Right. It's ridiculous. It's fucking, it's just wild. It's it's a circus world. Here we go. I got this one. And then you got the last one. And then, you know, that's how we do the news. I know how much you love your news. I love so it That's so why much. I spoon, fun it, f- spoon feed it f- to you f- with I'd a big just, spoon. I'd rather boof it. Me too. I love I love to boof the news. We like to we boof back and forth. Dude, we boof a lot of stuff, I feel mm-hmm. like, in our household. You know what I mean? Like chicken nuggets. Yeah, the McDonald's on the way here. Yes. French you held fries. the wheel so I yeah. could boof. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why sometimes you wrap it up in like a little piece of toilet paper before you shove it in. Like just, you just keeps it cleaner. Yeah, but you uh, just like put it in there. I put the, the toilet paper in the toilet paper like falls apart. Um alleged You didn't write you didn't read your tagline. I love what your taglines. Oh, Mr. Meatballs to you. Also, also, all good dog names. All good dog names. All good dog names. I think that's something we like to do in our spare time. Come up with dog names. Yeah. It's fun. Alleged Philadelphia Mafia members, Joey Electric. That's a good dog name. Tony Meatballs. I like that one a lot. Awesome good meatballs. Did you didn't like that fucking meme I sent you the other day of the really fucked up high guy? And he said, um, have you ever wondered why anybody... Uh, his name Tony doesn't spell it like Tony like you spell baloney and I said T-O-G-N-A I did see that I didn't uh, you don't think that's funny my thumb slipped on the second tap and I was real busy so I had to to get out of there 
Uh, oh. 13 others indicted. <laughs> this is written, uh, comes to us from ABC News, written by Wilson Wong. Tony spelled like baloney would be a great fucking dog's name, and fuck you for not The joke only at lands that. at the vet, though, when you have to write his name down. You write his name. I, I write Ozzy's name every time I text somebody, every time we talk. I mean, we say, I type the word Ozzy all the time. I get it. You wouldn't like to start type out Ton, Tona? Why don't we just spell Ozzy's name that way? Bologna is my favorite. Bologna is my favorite. <laughs> All right, you fucking weirdo. <coughs> is that an extruded me? 15 alleged <laughs> members of crime family based in Philadelphia face federal racketeering and related charges, prosecutors said. Oh, no, don't racketeer. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, I think I've looked it up a number of times. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Uh, a subsidiary of, sorry, of superseding. A superseding indictment revealed on Monday that the 15 alleged crimes, crime associates of the crime family La, La Cosa, Cosa Nostra. La Cosa Nostra. Wow, is this freaking real? Were accused of racketeering conspiracy, illegal gambling, loan sharking, and drug trafficking. All it's like just one of the stuff. biggest mafia families, isn't it? Just say mafia stuff. I've the, never heard the, of it. La Cosa Nostra? Are you La serious? La Cosa Nostra, yeah. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Philadelphia, among the 15 defendants are 60-year-old Joseph Suvido, or Suvidio or Joey Electric and Anthony Gifali, 73, better known as Tony Meatballs. So don't oh, fucking dude. give it to you. I want to I hang out with both of those people. Well, those people are, are probably... Uh, they're, they're serial killers. Yeah, according, I, but I can hang. I can hang, I've, totally. According to the indictment, the criminal organization made money through the commission of its illegal crimes and used its reputation and influence to exercise control over criminal rackets, like bookmaking and loan sharking. Yeah, like I'm not going to like not pay back Tony Meatballs, but I'm, I absolutely want to drink a fucking scotch with him at the bar, smoke a couple cigarettes, and hang out. He's, he only smokes Cubans. I'll do it. You gotta smoke a Cuban with your butt, though. Girls only smoke Cubans with their butts around we'll Tony Meatballs. <laughs> you want that tobacco in you? You boof it. <laughs> boof it, baby. Boof it. Boof it for Tony Meatballs. Boof it. Your face when you do your mafia Italian accents like one of my favorite things. The Philadelphia mob is still allegedly committing serious federal crimes, which is why at the Department of Justice focused on stamping it out. Uh, McSwain said in a statement... We will not rest until the mob is nothing but a bad memory. All right, dude. That's why they've been here. As long as there's crimes to commit, there will be the mob. Are you texting? No, I'm just... I can't believe you haven't heard of La Cosa Nostra. Like, I, I, I just think that's crazy. I guess so. Is that like the Sopranos? It's like a really big... It's, I mean, years active since the 19th century. And century <laughs> in, <laughs> Whoa. It's on your mind. Um, from Italy, they're Sicilian. Um, there's about 2,500 men that have been a part of it. Sounds like the mafia. Dude, it's like a major, it's just. Sounds like mafia stuff. I think it's just like a lot of movies and documentaries I've watched. They mention right. it a lot. La Costa Nostra. Last it, article, yeah, baby. It, it reigns supreme over organized crime. Like oh. that's. They're the it's ones. The big boy, the big the, meatballs. The eye the ties. They're really. I bet all the dudes on that task force that arrested them, they're like, said goodbye to their wives. Well, I'm just going to say goodbye now. I bet you half of them are like involved. Probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. We'll let you turn you in. Don't worry, Joni, Joey Baloney. You get to live. Um, we'll just put it. We'll, you're 73 years old. I'll give you an ankle bracelet. You hang at home. You still make your marinara. It'll be good. 
It was the last article, baby. With, oh, I what are you that, doing? I thought that was the last no. article. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. What'd you call it? I don't remember. Well, look it up. I'm eating French fries on air. Very professional. It is Ohio gets goes meta. <gasps> From news5cleveland.com. Meta R-worded. Loading. Yeah. Probably because it comes to us from Ohio. Ohio Department of Health now recommending those in Ohio. <laughs> Dude, I saw this. Now recommending those in Ohio avoid traveling to Ohio. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, Columbus, Ohio. That's my baby. Ohio has been added to the Ohio Department of Health's COVID-19 travel advisory map, meaning the state is recommending Ohioans avoid traveling to Ohio. And those entering Ohio after traveling from Ohio are advised to self-quarantine in Ohio for 14 days. I don't even know what the fuck that sentence said because it said Ohio to me. I don't times. think anyone in Ohio understands what that means. Like, I do understand what they're saying. Everyone in Ohio. Like, Ohioans, like, I'm an Ohioan. You know, like, I shouldn't travel to Ohio. And those and if you're already there going from Ohio should self-quarantine for 14 right. days. But, like, it sounds silly. Uh, I, it and, took me a few times. To and all it. the people in Ohio need to cease to exist. That's what they're saying. You just don't exist. That's how I feel about the Jews. That's so weird. Wow. Obviously, outside all the Jews. Did you hear that, guys? <laughs> Obviously, outside all of the matrix. All the stuff we say is jokes, but I think what she's doing. <laughs> I think what she's doing is real. Uh, I think she really hates the Jews. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Obviously, outside of the Matrix or a Christopher Nolan movie, this is physically impossible. Mm -hmm. To be clear, you are free to move about the state, but the ODH recommends staying home except for necessary trips. And, and, and preferably in your basement or attic. We don't know why that Have you ever been just... in a basement? I was born in a basement. No, you weren't. Um, Miss Reen, a bunch of mumbo jumbo percentages of each state. Self quarantine. Yeah. Be safe out there, folks. I think that's that's about it. That's about it. It's Ohio just Ohio's like we just vibrate stupid. out of existence, so we can. Where's drop all your hatred from Ohio coming from? You. Ever you know, I had I didn't even think about Ohio really, and then I met you, and now it's just like Jesus Christ, I'm over it. I get it. Ugh, I get Shamalamalekum or whatever the fuck you idiots say. I'm sorry. That's very rude to the Muslim people. I don't even know what it is. Hasalam alaikum. Thank you. Yeah, what is that? It's, it's Muslim for Hasalam alaikum. Oh, that's not something Jewish people say? No. What do Jewish people say? Shalom. That kind of thing. Oh. Sh goodbye. Spitz. Spitzke. You're a schwatz. Spitzke. You're, you're a, you're a, not a schwatz. That's, that's a, a bad word. You're a, a Schwartz. What's the word? You use a word semi-often. Schmuck? No. Meshuggah. No, you've said that one. Schwitz? I don't know. Get a good Schwitz going on? No, I've heard that one too. No, it's something else. I don't know. One of the... I think that I think you using it casually more than once is what sparked your mom to pull out that Yiddish dictionary for mm. me. And Oh, yeah. I think it was one of those words I just said. All right, everybody. That, uh, thank you for joining us for this news segment. Fuck the Jews. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus. We're right here. I'm sitting right here. Mr. Meatballs, 
hometown business rebrand is here. We offer full consultation on changing your church into a strip club or your tequila barn to a church. Perhaps it's your cattle feed store that needs to close due to that pesky tier two. We'll rebrand you as an essential adult theater jerk shack. There are always loopholes and Mr. Meatballs knows them all. So don't sweat your daycare getting shut down in tier three. Call Mr. Meatballs and we'll get those kids essentially working sewing machines in no time flat. Business as usual. Mr. Meatballs hometown business rebrand. This is a PSA from Isaiah with Road Soda. There is never a reason to eat the egg salad or the tuna from a truck stop. It's not okay. And you and your ass will pay for it. We are trying to save lives. I do not condone the eating of these things, nor Christie's ignorant suggestions that it's okay. It's not. She's wrong. What else is new? This has been a PSA from Isaiah with Road Soda. Maximum Bodacious Carnival. Maximum? Yeah. Ma- I thought it was... Okay. The Maximum Bodacious Carnival. Okay. It's only the best carnival there fucking ever is. It's held every four years just like a, just like the Olympics. That's how big this mm-hmm. shit is. What, make, what makes it so bodacious? All the ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all ass. My dad used to strictly refer to tits as either bodacious tatas or chechabetches. Chechabetches. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really good. You'd be like, look at those bodacious tatas. That's what he look called tits. Look at those chechabetches. Uh-huh. I wonder where that comes from. Let's ask him. <laughs> that's my... Uh, my dead person ringtone. <laughs> well, everybody, here we are, buckled in and ready to go with the millennial, millennial, the millennial book club. Yeah, um, the uh, maximum bodacious carnival is. I was just getting pumped for it. It's going to be this. It, it was supposed to be this year, but of course, COVID ruined everything, so we can't. Yeah, turned into a real massacre. They were going to do a yeah, it turned into a massacre, and they were going to do a Zoom. They were going to do it all over <laughs> online over Zoom, but it's like, I don't know. How about I just watch are there like rides or games? Yes. Or... Yes. It's a carnival <laughs> in every sense. Also mm-hmm. with ass. Lots of ass. Strict. Attire of exposed ass cheeks. So chaps. How, yeah, if you want to have chaps, you can do chaps or, or game. Uh, you can wear thongs. You mm-hmm. can wear, you know, uh, little Daisy Dukes that go up too high so the butt cheeks hang out. So they look like denim underwear. Yeah, you get. Hey, um, man, I don't. I don't never understand why girls do that. Like I'm, I'm all about you know, put it out if you want. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. But like, I just don't think it. 
It looks like it looked like like ripped up denim underwear. That's not. I think those uh, aren't shorts. I think I like underbutt more than I like underboob. Ah, if it's a good underboob, I like them both. I mean, but yeah, I definitely say underbutt. Yeah, of course. And you know why I like the underbutt more? Because it's more acceptable, so you can see it at Walmart. I feel like they're both equally I mean, acceptable. I see. I I don't. I can't tell you. I've never seen anybody in person with. Uh, like not at the beach or something with like a top that was too small mm-hmm. but like walking around public with under boob yeah i just think it's really got to be the right set of tits too yeah i mean i can't i can't i mean that would be real like edgy to have under boob i've seen like tank tops you get a little side boob yeah but yeah but i feel like the short or the cutoff shirts you get a little under boob and they is intentional see the fucking yeah thing that's crazy but the 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 underbutt yeah you like the underbutt you can see it everywhere. You, know, you can be in at the drive-thru at McDonald's. Sitting down? I mean, I'm sitting down <laughs> in my car. Yeah, like I'm not like offended. It doesn't like bother me. I'm not like, just put your underbutt away. But sometimes I just feel like it, it can kind of take away from like a cute outfit. Oh, right, right. If it's like too much, like a little underbutt, we're like, oh, look at that underbutt. Like that's cute. But then when you look over and I'm like, that's half your those are it's half your ass. Yeah. Like half of your ass cheek is hanging out. Well, you know. And you call those jean shorts when they just look like a strip of denim. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, maybe maybe the uh, maximum bodacious carnival isn't a carnival for you. So I just don't know. No, I don't want to be like left out of the underbutt. Like I, you know, I'm on board. We get it, Christy. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. This is, this is. The millennial. The millennial book club <laughs> where we're just, you know, not just talking about ass which <laughs> hey why not right we yeah. also talk about you know netflix originals there's no books here we're just reading um the uh, uh synopsis is is the most that we the synopses the synapses that's yes, different all the we that's the only thing we're reading and then we watch the movie mm-hmm. and uh or show that's only, about all you can handle it's about all we like. can handle no you can handle Oh yeah, I You're read right. good. I don't read good. Um, this week was the follow up of I'm thinking of ending things. Mm-hmm. So last week, um, last week's or last episode's Millennial Book Club was, of course, I'm thinking of ending things. We'd only watched half of it. We didn't get to the other half. So now uh, here we are with a full movie under our belt that we mostly. Watched. I feel like. Watching all of Cuties was easier. It was than easier. Watching. Like I've never. I we feel also, like it was shorter, and we did it in one sitting. Yeah, well, we, but- no, we didn't. We we watched Cuties in two sittings. It just wasn't. We didn't do two episodes on it. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't think I've ever tapped out of anything that we've watched so far. And I I was getting so fucking angry and frustrated and annoyed at this fucking madness, and it, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I literally stopped watching the movie to go fold laundry. That's what I did. Wow, instead. is that a new category? <laughs> go, go, fold, go fold laundry <laughs> be like i can fold laundry and watch no no no. fold laundry and stare at a fucking wall just sit there with your thoughts i mean i wasn't instead. like in the mood to watch it anyways when we yeah. turned it back on you um you were committed i was committed i wanted to finish because that's i mean there is a rule in the millennial book club uh, a lot of people who have maybe been listening for a long time know the rule and that's if it's if it's a show you only have to watch one episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's an hour long episode, then it's just 20 minutes. And it's the same thing with the with a movie. 
Uh, you watch 20 minutes, and if you're like, this fucking sucks, just, <clears throat> you know. I think that's a little cut. short for a movie. I do too, but at the same time, there have been things where I I was watching them and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. The thing is the first 20 minutes or the first hour of the movie of I'm thinking of ending things. I think 45 minutes is like a more fair cutoff point for a movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can do 45, but for all the listeners out there, the people (laughs) that want to join in, if you're watching, if you're watching something shitty. You don't just do the twenty minutes. We'll f- watch watch the next thing be. You're like ten minutes in, and I'm like, I'm not gonna. Do you already have do it picked out? I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, you you will be reminded because I said that's what we should watch next. Gotcha. Still it don't was, remember. It was a a couple weeks ago. Okay. So yeah, I'm thinking of anything is full of misgivings. A young woman travels with her new boyfriend to his parents' secluded farm. Before we continue, mm-hmm. before we continue, this is this is a weird one, okay? For a spoiler alert, this is a big spoiler alert. We knew big, it was gonna be weird. Big, 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 huge spoiler alert. And also, I want to say right up top, this is not my favorite movie by any means, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm gonna for me personally, it's definitely like. Go fold laundry. Go fold laundry. Fucking and, spare yourself. And fucking spare yourself. Yeah. For sure. So I'm saying those two things up top. But here's the other thing. This kind of movie is up a lot of people's alleys. And if one of those people happen to be listening right now, um, I don't want to spoil it for you because it's a pretty fat fucking spoiler as far as... We're really building it up. It is. It's it's a it's a big fucking spoiler. So and it's if here, let me say this. If you liked Donnie Darko, if you enjoyed that movie, if that's a movie that you're like, yeah, I really like the way it makes me think. I love the dissection of it. I love all that stuff. Okay, turn this off right now and and watch and come back after you've watched I'm thinking of ending things. And and then also you're probably gonna wanna read some stuff about it too. It's like, mm-hmm. did you, have you seen Donnie Darko? Yeah, like a handful of times I was there. I don't really remember. I never really got super into it, but I think there's like a hand, I have seen Being John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I was kind of into interesting movies like that. God, I can't remember the other ones I used to watch. I can, Dennis Hoffman was in it and. Um, was it another Kaufman? Because this is a Charlie Kaufman movie. No, I think Being John Malkovich is a Charlie yes, Kaufman movie. It is. But and there are other movies that are like that, like. Um, the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Is it like... Was also... I don't know Charlie. if it is I Heart Huckabees or if it was a movie I was watching when I was really into the movie I Heart Huckabees, but it's just like these weird mind fuck. What's really going on? What's reality? What's right, not? What are you right. supposed to be getting? What's a part of the plot? What's not? Like... Yeah. I think I, it, uh, I Heart Huckabees is a Wes Anderson. It's pretty... So it's so not... It must have been, must have been must something have been I was something watching when, you were, when I was watching yeah, that movie. came out. And that's what... I mean, I remember this. Some kids I knew that were like, "Yeah, fucking Donnie Darko." I watched it once, and I'm like, "I'm not gonna pretend I even fucking know what's going on." This is, it's it's like, you get but you get sucked in to watching it because it's so peculiar and it keeps fucking throwing you off, time and time again. So it's in a way before, and I'm giving you one more chance. This is fucking big. It's, it's the equivalent of if like if you were combined. This movie is like if you were to combine. Donnie Darko and Fight Club 
and then that's it. So without further ado, let's fucking continue. Um, even if you watch the movie, oh my god, you're so serious about this right now. Like you're about to like drop the fucking COVID cure on us. Well, because I'm a big, I'm big against like spoiling good things. Like you know, remember when I told you about how fucking Rosie O'Donnell spoiled Fight Club for everybody? Yes. On her show, like I'm so against that. It's like I don't want to. That's like what makes some of those. It's like what makes Fight Club. Like you see all of that shit, and you're like, man, what's going on? And then you find that out at the end and it's like, holy fuck. Like it gives you some, if you start watching it and you already know, it's like, yeah, it's fucking ruined, you know? So why don't you just hit it with, hit him with it, you know? Um, so the movie is narrated and like centered around this girl, which you don't even know her name. She doesn't have a name. What are you talking about? She, he calls her two different things. He calls her Ames, which is short for Amy. And she goes, what is my name? Amy. And there's another time they say her name and it's like, I thought it was Lucy. Yeah, and it's Lucy, right? So he's got a couple different names. Um, She's not real. She doesn't exist. She's a complete and utter fabrication. She doesn't. She doesn't exist. There it is, everybody. There's your fucking. And and you. It's not like Fight Club where at the end you're like, oh, where they basically say we're the same person. It was you watch this whole movie and you're like, okay, I kind of get what's going on, but then you read about it and. Charlie Kaufman's like, yeah, it was about a, and it's based on a book. And of course in the book, it's the same thing, but yeah, she's, she doesn't exist. She's, she's a figment of the boyfriend's imagination. Yeah. I really spoiled the big, um, finding out for you. You, you totally, you did spoil it. Cause you went ahead. You didn't even finish. First of all, everybody listen to this shit. She didn't <laughs> li- watch the whole fucking movie. And then she thinks she's going to go spark notes this shit. So no, she runs I just, out like- and reads about it i always read about everything that we watch because i'm right. like i want to refresh my memory and like open up ideas for what other people are thinking about or you what, see I what happens thinking about. when you try to do good things yeah i but i do it every single time we watch something i read about it after we turn it off i read about it before we come over here i read it that's like what i'm doing on my phone when we come over here every time i'm like oh yeah let me what did i read again and so I read it, but of course I was going to Google that movie anyway because it didn't make any of fucking course. sense. It didn't, you're right. It didn't make so any sense. So I'm like, sense. what the fuck is going on? First, I am very happy and proud of you that you do that. <laughs> okay? Because you don't have to do any of that. So the fact that you're doing any of it is uh, top notch. Um, I should have said something before. So, but yeah, either, you should have told I should have said. To. Yeah, I should. I just was so like excited about it i'm like oh my god because yeah i would have lost i watched i watched the whole thing and then i went and read it i'm like is that really because it's almost like so the whole thing is like you're following this girl she's narrating all of it and um you know she's with her boyfriend they go to his parents for dinner and then they leave and in that whole thing is just like these long ass meandering conversations about like classic poems and all this shit that educated and people all the talk time about. shifts yeah and then between scenes like from one scene to the next like the parents will be really old mm-hmm. and then the next scene they'll be young again I mean, she's like dying in one scene even but then yeah and then like the next scene she's like all right see you later or yeah yeah and it's <clears throat> just really strange things like time is just completely shifted and then so it's almost like but then you know what else i noticed is I kept noticing that the reason she had to leave like kept changing. It went from I had a paper to write to I have a I have work in the morning or and even what she's studying. It's like yeah, she's studying metaphysics. Oh, I'm an artist. I'm all these different 
things like and so did you read about like what it explains like i read the whole article well, what, is, what is what is what why he is she... says that um he's trying or that the what's the main character's name not jesse is that his real name Jake. Jake. Yeah. That Jake is creating this perfect woman or whatever. So he plays with different ideas of what she does in different parts of his life. Right. And that's why her parents, his parents are different ages and there's all these different environments because he's trying to put her in what he thinks is the perfect space and time or where she fits the best and all this stuff. And none of them really work. It's all the same thing. And his fears and insecurities are seeing things how they would work how they wouldn't work why it ends and right and it's all it's all based like all of the choices he's making for this imaginary girlfriend are all based off of the shit that he's like absorbed in his life whether it was the oklahoma play that he talks about at one point or all the different poems and poetry yeah they say like all the media that yeah. in his childhood room there's all these dvds these books, books all this and shit and she's kind of this mashup of all these yes. these females like in the car ride on the way home She's giving this big, long monologue about a review of a film. And it's a verbatim review that some actress gave. And while she was doing like, I don't know that because I'm not a fucking cultured person. I'm as I'm watching this and she's like got got this like weird old timey accent on. And I'm like, what the fuck is she doing the whole time? I'm like, why is she? Why did she has she been talking like this the whole time or she's clicking to this like I feel like the, I'm from back in the day and like yeah or her like inflection and the way she spoke her accent everything I think changed so many times which makes right. sense now because it's yeah. a mashup of different people and that's what but that's why she was doing it she was literally just doing an impression of the actress that originally gave that a re- review. I really liked, though, after reading about it, I like that the article with the interview with Charlie Kaufman is talking about how it is a really painful thing to watch and how it's really frustrating and it makes viewers really angry. And I liked a couple things. I like that he says he doesn't really care. He's like, I don't really care what anybody's interpretation is. I'm not here to give you an interpretation. It's and you know, when he's like talking about the ending, which I obviously don't know the way they did, they did the ending, but he's like, I just, I don't care. I would rather choose what means something to me and I don't care how anybody interprets it interprets it or what they get from it um, because if I did what everybody wanted me to do or something that made sense it would just feel like such a dead piece of art yeah and for him and I thought that was really cool and it really is. beautiful but I like how they acknowledge that it's angering and frustrating but also is something that um, you should go back and watch multiple times and each time you're going to keep getting more and more and it becomes more beautiful, which right. I already anticipated it being that way. But I really like that they said that because now that I know I would maybe watch it again, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm probably not going to, but I could see more of a desire to be like looking at it through a different lens right. and seeing different things or finding like more poetry and the madness and the sadness of the whole thing as opposed to just yeah. being fucking pissed off and annoyed. Yeah. Like it- I was angry. I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. And just like got up. Because it is like 40 minutes of them in the car just talking back and forth. And it's like, Like nothing's making sense. There's no like. It doesn't make any, especially when you are so out of touch with every reference that they're making. Yeah. Like every poem that they bring up, every movie from, it's like, dude. I, none of this. None yeah, of this. Like I, I can get. hang on to some some intense dialogue, or yeah. like even if it's emotional between a relationship or groundbreaking, whatever. But I just I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. I don't. 
I don't want to listen to this anymore. I would rather watch another 32 episodes of anime or binge watch an entire season of whatever the fuck I did for you in like a day and a half than watch like 20 more minutes of that. Mm. And now, another word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Jaron Lanier, back again. For those of you who don't know me, I'm the sloppy potato from the Netflix documentary, The Social Network. I'm also author of many books based around the subject of how I am better than you. I decided to pop in to rave about the movie I'm Thinking of Ending Things. I don't have Netflix, not because of social media, but because my mom stopped paying the bill. Luckily, I was able to catch it last week through my neighbor's window. I loved this movie. I got every reference and understood every aspect. I know the girl wasn't real from the moment the movie started. What a phantasm of surreal imagery and hyper-real emotion. A complete drama of love and loss told the only way Charles Kaufman knows. Stupendously! If you don't get it or were lost, that's because you are uneducated and I'm better than you. This has been Jaron Lanier. Follow me nowhere. I'm off social media. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely go fold laundry and fucking spare yourself with that movie. Um, however, that's not to say that it's not well made. So what happens is they end up going to he, this. When I was watching it, this is what made me feel really emotionally distraught was the fact that this girl keeps asking, keeps saying, I need to be home. I need to go home. Mm-hmm. And he keeps dilly dallying. And taking his time and taking detours to the, you know, it's a blizzard and they go get fucking ice cream. And then um, it's still a blizzard and he's like, I'm just going to stop at the high school to throw this ice cream away that we didn't yeah. even fucking eat. Because like, ice cream's too sweet. Oh, it's too sweet. Fuck, <laughs> fucking too sweet. And then he gets there and then he's, it's like, dude, it's snowing and it's ice cream. Throw it out. Th- dump the ice cream on the fucking ground. Like. Yeah so many and then he continues doing it like i that is got to be like the most infuriating fucking feeling like you're because you're prisoner now you're prisoner to this yeah, person but that was and like, like before i found out that she doesn't exist that was the part of it that i actually did like in the beginning where she feels trapped in that prison of wanting to leave somebody and it's right. permeating every thought that you have so much so that where he's like what did you say and you end up finding out that they he can hear her thoughts because they are his thoughts. Of course. But it's almost like, oh my, did I say that out loud? Is it coming through? You know, that like, just the intensity of those feelings when you're in a relationship and that does happen. Yeah. And then like wanting to go and you're like dilly dallying to make them leave. And I just felt like that power struggle or ever what was going on was very relatable. Right. It's so like, yeah, it makes you feel distraught. Like but I, I like liked, I thought that was a really beautiful, because sometimes you watch those movies where they portray like the tough parts of a relationship or leaving and it just is so messy and grabs you by the chest you know what i mean like yeah. you're really in it and you're like why do i enjoy watching this because this is because you can relate yeah but it's like yeah. awful you know it what is I mean? it's awful. like fuck i think it's because but it's still you beautiful. know yeah it is beautiful and you you like it even though it's awful because you've felt it and seeing it is validation that other people feel it and it's, you're sharing in something. Then. Yeah, it just feels like art. So, yeah. I feel like you know, art's supposed to make you feel something, whether so, it's a book or a movie or a picture or something. Yeah, and I agree that that feeling of like, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore and you're just 
you know, looking at everything differently and it's constantly like basically yeah. already gone in your mind. And you're just like fucking a, but then thinking about being in that mindset and then being in a situation where they drove. Yeah. I need to get home to go to bed for work or yeah. I need to do something. And then them actively like, um, no, we'll leave in a little bit. We'll leave in a little bit. And then finally leave and let's stop for ice cream. Like all that shit would m already being like, I don't want to, I don't want to be with this person anymore. And then on top of that, that person like oh, yeah, physically, like, cause you, mentally you're, you're mentally in a prison in the relationship. You're physically captured by them when you're out in the middle of the snow, it's their fucking car. You're in the middle of nowhere and it's, that's it. You're, you're literally, yeah. you're physically prisoner. What are you going to do? Well, I like that too. Cause I, I remember the first time we talked about it. I'm like, there's parts of it that feel like a fucking horror film. Like, yeah. is he going to snap what's going on? And in that interview, they talk about how it is very loosely based on this novel because he changed so much, yeah. but that that novel is a psychological thriller. And I'm right. like, there's just so much like this tangible darkness and yeah, like it does keep skirting on this edge of it. Like being like what's in the fucking basement is it yeah, just is like, it dog heads right yeah. yeah there is and it constantly you're like you're waiting for the drop of like oh this guy's psycho and and he's killed these people like whatever it is you're constantly fucking waiting on it but they finally get so after the snow the they get the, the little Tulsi town Tulsi town fucking <laughs> ice cream in the middle of a blizzard they they go he's like i'm gonna stop off to this high school my old high school to throw it away to throw well, in the interview, they did say that the Tulsi town was obviously a completely made up chain, but it is based off of Dairy Queen, but they weren't allowed to use Dairy Queen in the film. And that was supposed to be a culmination of his high school experience. That's yeah. where he would go. And like those girls represented other people that he knew in high school and the way they made him feel and feel all uncomfortable and right. all weird and shit and his insecurities. So I didn't, I didn't know he went to the high school to throw it away. I think I must have dipped already. But yeah, I think that's interesting left. that that's... Yeah, there's there's so much incredible detail throughout the entire movie. It's um, even down to like some of the actors or the names that they gave some of the actors, and it's just it's it's steeped in a bunch of shit that like outside of the social <clears throat> aspect of like oh these people represent the people we went to high school. It's like okay, I can wrap my head around that. But once you start naming these like movies from the the '60s that were like these great movies, and they're they're quoting all this shit and like quoting poems. It's yeah. like, what the I don't. I'm so out of this. I can't even follow along. They go to the fucking high school. He comes, he goes, and then he comes back. They're kissing. He's like, someone's watching us like a fucking weirdo. Then he runs into the school, disappears. She's out in the car for so goddamn long. She's like, can't stand it anymore. So she goes into the school and she runs into the janitor. Mm -hmm. And that's like basically the parting where they finally, it's because she sees the, the janitor is supposed to be the old Jake. Is it though? Yeah. Okay. And I didn't read that. I, I think I, that was like one of the questions I had because I didn't really necessarily say that. Yeah. Or if they did, I, I skimmed through it. Because once he starts asking questions about this like fucking animated pig or whatever romantic scene they keep uh, like showing you in the beginning in the high school and stuff, I dipped out at that point. So I like skipped over all the questions they asked him in the interview. For it the goes, parts, it goes from like being fucking weird to cue the calliope music, cue the fucking clowns walking in to just what the fuck like what the fuck because there's it's one of those things where the entire movie nothing was like that like nothing was yeah. weird like that like yes there was time shifts people were old people were young but it wasn't and there was like weird imagery but it wasn't what fucking happened so she meets the the janitor and they have this conversation she gives this whole fucking speech and it's supposed to be like he's finally letting 
there the perfect girl doesn't exist i'm finally letting it go mm-hmm. i'm over it. i'm letting it go and so then the camera like backs up a lot and you see the the younger jake like walks out in the hallway and so now they're facing each other and then a lookalike walks up behind her and then a lookalike walks up behind him and then the two of them leave and so now it's the two lookalikes and music starts playing and the is and that when they start an, dancing or something? And it's an entire dance number through the school. They're dancing. I think it's to like Oklahoma or some shit, right? And they're dancing through the whole school. They end up in the, um, the two of them end up in the uh, gymnasium, the basketball court. <laughs> yeah. And they ends up getting in like a fight with this younger looking janitor. And the two of them are in like some kind of physical fight. And then he ends up, uh, the janitor stabs stabs the oh, young wow. the young the younger one and he falls down on the ground and the blood where's the animated pig come in and i'm getting there and then the fucking and then of course the uh uh then the regular jake the real jake comes walking out and he looks at it and he goes to go get something to clean it up and she leaves and then and that's like a long dance number mm-hmm. it's like it's like five six minutes of dancing right and then uh it cuts to this old the, the old guy he's he's locking up at work He's all done. He walks to his truck. He sits in his truck. I don't even like your synopsis because these are a bunch of fucking meaningless details. This is why I hate this movie. I know. It's so stupid. He sits in his truck and he's about to turn it on, but then he stops and he starts panicking and he strips down naked. He takes all, he takes off his shirt, his clothes, everything. He's sitting there and he's like fucking panicking. And then his windshield turns into a, a fucking like projection screen and you got the Tulsi town thing dancing around and all this other imagery and shit going on. And then all of a sudden... There's this, uh, he, I can't remember if the animated pig is on first in the movie or not, but then he gets out and the animated pig is there on the ground. It's a little cartoon pig with maggots coming out of its belly on the ground. And then they leave to go walk off. And so it's this old guy walking in the, this old fat guy walking in the snow with the pig. And then it goes to this like award ceremony, this big award ceremony. And Jake is up on stage, the original guy with fake old people makeup it looks like stage makeup and then everybody in the audience looks just like that with fake old people makeup and then he apparently gives some speech that's exactly uh identical to the uh what's it called um sunshine internal sunshine is spotless mind and um what yeah what speech i don't know i've never seen the movie you've never seen that movie oh here we go oh my god it, that's a cool it's, movie it's it's i mean i know what it's about and it's like <clears throat> this guy made it too so. Yeah, but I really appreciate the imagery in that in that movie and the emotion and probably because I think those are like incredible actors and it's it seems much more timeless. It I think that's just also one though that is kind of frustrating or confusing at first and then <clears throat> every time you watch it you get it more and more or you appreciate these different little blips of it. Right. Um wow, that's almost that's like a must watch. Sure thing. Um, Let's put it on the list. It has nothing to do with like your ability to tell stories, which obviously I'm a big fan of your storytelling. Um, it's just... But like I would rather fucking fold laundry than listen to that synopsis to that synopsis. you just get, Like, stop. It's just... It goes... It's already fucking weird. And then you add like all this weird pageantry, crazy fucking bullshit. Yeah. And it's just... It's it's like the entire thing is symbolism. It's like there's... Is well, there yeah. is there any connection to any kind of like real story? Is Or is it like I have to get my fucking secret decoder ring to watch this fucking movie? Right. It's, it's like... And then it's almost like it's made 
to make you feel stupid. Like if you were to join the water cooler, like everyone would be talking about it as if they realize those things, but everyone secretly knows they went on, they fucking read that yeah, interview. Yeah, it's like, it's maddening. It makes it, but it's upsetting. The confusion is upsetting. There are two things I want to say though, before I forget. Go ahead. One You're thing allowed. that I do really like, this one time, just this one time, mm-hmm. I won't talk again. <clears throat> one thing that I do like <clears throat> is that I feel like, especially in some of like the dinner table scenes or where they're all just talking for so long, and they mention that a lot of viewers feel this way or that was intentional in the, in the interview where you're just so hanging on to every fucking word because it's it's like almost a sense of suspense or trying to understand and everything we're talking about. But I feel like we listened to that or watched it all and then an hour of it went by and it felt like it went by so fast. It was like, it didn't drag out, which is really weird because it's yeah. like two and a half hours or something like that. Yeah. But I'm like, I just thought it was really well done or well written in a very cryptic sort of way that like, actually captivated you enough to hang on to every word when no one's fucking saying anything yeah. that time actually goes by fast instead of being like oh my god it's only been seven minutes i feel like we've been watching this for a half hour where i felt like we'd been watching it for 15 minutes and we paused it to take a break and it had already been an hour yeah i thought that's like really it cool happened for good writing you know what I, or like right whatever it's, just, it's the shittiest movie that. that warps it warped time fucking twice twice the first time it did that like when we, the two of us, we were watching it together. We yeah. turned it off, and then when you got up, I looked. It had forty nine minutes left. It had yeah. forty nine fucking minutes le- left. You got up and left, and I watched it, and then I'm, and then the ending came. Even with throughout all that crazy shit that I'm like, this, I can't wait till I'm thinking I can't wait till it's over. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it ended. I'm like, there's no fucking way. And that was it. it yeah, because you said out loud, you're like, there's no way that was just 40 minutes. There's no I, fucking like, way. Cleaned two bedrooms. Like for me, I'm like, no, that was 40 minutes because I did a lot of shit in that yeah. amount of time. But I'm, it was, I can imagine it was, how you felt. It's I've never usually if it's such a dog shit movie, you, yeah, you feel yeah. every minute, every minute, every yeah. minute. But the, it's so you yeah. did really keep your cool though, because like I feel like I don't. Well, here's the thing. I feel like you may have started reading. Your no, little article before? I didn't. Absolutely not. You did it? No. I read the article for the first time today when I got home from work. Okay. I beat you there. I thought I only had 20 minutes, but then you ended up having to stay a little bit later. So I had like a full hour. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I really wanted to read this. And I felt yeah. like there was going to be more to read. Um, so I started reading. That was the first time. Even when you told me you were excited to tell me what was going on the other day, I hadn't read anything at that point. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I the just other wanted thing I wanted to, to say before I forget. Because you know what they don't fucking talk about is the fucking weirdness of his like his uh, parents and their family and the dinner and like the excessive drawn out laughing that goes on for like 90 seconds and is really uncomfortable. And then like, is this mental illness? Is this delusion? Are they on drugs? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, I get everything that they're saying, all these like compounding all these fucking shit from his imagination and his and like life times in his life yeah or... and like i get all that but like why is everybody so fucked up like why does this seem like some alice in wonderland bullshit maybe because like theory because i was thinking like when the dog shakes and yeah stuff like or that. like they laugh forever i think maybe and this is obviously speculation because it doesn't it didn't say anything about it in the um in the interview uh just like a like time like when you remember things it's kind of like different. It's like the time is different of like, I don't know. That's that's the only thing I can possibly explain it was because all of it's yeah. supposed to be some kind of imagination or memory for him 
So like things that are like distortions in time are kind of like, I don't remember exactly how long someone like laughed for. Yeah, that could be true. Or like like, feeling like they laughed forever. So then they make them laugh forever. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But also for somebody that's like trying to create the perfect girl and where it fits in your life and all these, this big combination of all these women and all these stories, he sure seems fucking miserable. Like he's miserable. He hates his family. He hates, like he hates everything. He's not a happy person. Yeah. Well, it is all. It's what makes you a janitor who has a heart attack in their truck and leaves in the snow naked with a fucking dead pig. With an animated maggot pig? Animated maggot pig. Cool movie, right, everybody? Awesome. I'm thinking of ending things. I'm sure you could still watch it and still, uh, it's going to be different, you know, knowing that. I'd rather watch Cuties. Yeah, I'd rather watch that. <laughs> Dude, that's new... like, seriously, I thought of that and I was saving it because I'm like, that's. That's the best way I can fucking I'd rather watch. describe. That's a how good I way feel. to uh, instead of not even go, not fucking even not even fucking spare yourself. I'd rather watch Cuties, <laughs> which Jeez. was I feel like the only other thing we watched that was like hard to get through. Where you and I were like looking at each other like, "Fuck, dude, can how we, much longer?" Can we get? Can I, can I be? Done and that was like this? an hour and a half, and that shit felt like three hours. If it wasn't for all the sweet hot poon in it, I mean, I couldn't even. Make I know, it through. right? I just can't even resist. Yeah. Well, guys. Uh, what did you think about this movie? Or if you watch it, what do you think about it? Like, go ahead and watch it and then come back and write into roadsodamail at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message on the answering machine, 706-200-1213. Christy, you had to... You want to say something? No, I was just thinking about how Anna was trying to talk to us about that movie. About what? When oh, we were yeah. visiting your sister or visiting your family. About... I'm and, thinking of... Yeah, and, yeah. I like... I wish I wouldn't have been so gunk. I was like, don't spoil it. I don't want to talk about it yet because I didn't. I was waiting for like this big culmination of like sense or this big moment of movement. You know what I mean? And I just really wish that we would have talked talked about it or I would have just taken her fucking advice to never watch that fucking movie. Yeah. She's like, I fell asleep and I woke up and it was still on. And I fell asleep again and woke up and it was still fucking on. Yeah, but that would have been like <laughs> fun to talk about that shit with somebody else too. Yeah, for sure. She would. She. She. Uh. She would have liked, I'm sure she would have enjoyed talking shit about that movie with you. But hopefully next week, um, our movie will be a little more enjoyable. We're going to keep it festive, guys. Keep the movies, uh, or keep the Millennial Book Club festive in with the season. And around here, we're pretty Jewish, so we celebrate Hanukkah. (laughs) So the next movie... Does your family really celebrate Hanukkah in any capacity? Who was it that was... It was somebody... That was like on in your family that, yeah. that was asking me about Hanukkah. Maybe she's like your mom. Probably. And I and she's like, you guys can celebrate Hanukkah in this. I'm like, I've celebrated Hanukkah like two times my whole life. So you have. Yeah. But you guys don't. I saw, yeah. And like celebrated like twice. And But she kept going on about it like it's a tradition that I need to keep. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, and that's absolutely I've done it like it's not a tradition. That's not. I'm not. And I'm not going to make it one now. Um. So this one is. Jingle Jangle. I don't remember saying that we were going to watch that, but I think it's very funny. Decades after his trusted apprentice betrayed him, a once joyful toy maker finds new hope when his kind and curious granddaughter comes into his life. Have you watched a preview for this? I did. It's got Forrest Whitaker. Is it funny? No, it's just like a cute Christmas movie. Cute? Yeah. It's just like a wholesome Christmas movie. Oh my. I'm surprised you chose that. Why? 
It looks like a good Christmas movie. A decade, yeah. And it's got Forrest Whitaker, Keegan Michael Key. Huh? Love him. And uh, Hugh Bonneville. Don't know who that is. I don't either, but directed by then David I would have e. definitely watched. It. I didn't realize. And on he was my in that. personal personal account, I'm a 94 percent match. But um, you know, I, now I want to know what my. I want to see what is. you are. You're probably a 99.999 percent match. I haven't watched that many Christmas movies yet. Only a couple. Yeah. It's not the reason I'm saying it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because there's uh, there's black people in Dude, the movie. Dude, my sister also a chocolate aficionado. Uh-huh. Um, especially during the holidays, strictly loves to watch black Christmas films. Oh, like, she's got Tyler she, Perry's. Oh, Christmas is anything. Up. It can be the cheesiest, lamest Hallmark shit. But if it's like brown sugar on brown sugar, she's like, you have to watch it. It's so good. Oh, <laughs> I'm a 95% match. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I see the little video now. That does look like a good Christmas movie. I can't believe you chose this. I'm actually kind of happy. Well, yeah. I was, we were, it was, we put something on the other day in that preview star plan and I was like, oh, let's do that. And I was like, oh, wait, we got to do the back half of who's a calls it's. Fold your laundry. Fold your fucking laundry. All right, everybody. Be sure. Watch Jingle Jangle and write into roadsodamail at gmail.com and let us know what your thoughts are. How about this? If you do write into the show, we read everything on the show. Like anybody that writes in, we read it. Doesn't matter what it is. Even if quick ticket to fame, it's your quick ticket to fame, but also we'll send you a fucking dope ass little, uh, thank you. Handwritten. Thank you card on a road. Soda road. Soda postcard. Send it right to your, and I'll spray it with my perfume. Yeah. And I'll wipe my butt with it. And I'll draw boobs on it. I'll put my butt sweat on it. And we'll draw boobs. You won't be able to read that anymore. Ooh, it'll be soaked. (laughs) It's going to get ruined. Yeah. All right. Jingle jangle. (laughs) Miss Checha Betches. How did that one, how'd that one feel? So good. Yeah. So good. So good. I was like, so good. Couple. Are you Bonk, reading? Bonk, are you reading texts? We just. We, were you reading texts when we were making love? What? Not bad. That was like my. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh. That's good. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I should have elaborated on that. <laughs> oh my god. I forget that not everyone's inside my head. <laughs> I have to express things with my that mouth. That was so good. Were you reading texts while we were making love? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, babe, that's so good. I mean, what? No. Watching TV behind you. Mm-hmm. You're like laughing. <laughs> or what? <laughs> it's a weird. Uh, what did you learn? That for a really shitty movie, there's a lot to talk about. You're right, yeah. For for a movie that I would wish on no one's... That, that'll warp your fucking time, space, everything. I would, uh... Yeah, there was a lot to talk about. And I know there are people out there that are, like, that are gonna love that movie. I'm Especially sure. kids, like... Maybe the age that we... Like, I, I saw, like, Donnie Darko. Like, yeah. there'll be, like, groups of kids who are like, Wow, this... Cause it makes them look cool. Cause they, there's something so heady about it. I'm like, wow, look at this movie. There's so much going on. Mm-hmm. So I also learned that Nigeria has superheroes. Yeah, it has a wizard problem. And also. I learned it's actually shockingly. Ethiopia has wizard. Don't say Nigerian. that about Nigeria. In Ethiopia, 
We'll settle this later. Well, maybe the guy was in Nigeria, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. I also learned that shockingly, you draw the line of gas station food at tuna salad and egg salad when you'll eat fucking anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like in my family, you're known as the guy who will eat anything. You gonna throw it away? I say you'll eat it. I'll take it. I'll take a bite of it, which is good. What'd you learn? I'm actually, I, I learned that you are capable of learning things. I learned it just now. I think out of all the episodes we've ever done, you've pulled out more things that you've learned than oh, yeah, any I other time. I didn't fight you about you it. You didn't go, I didn't like, Not just, shit. Yeah, you, you thought about it for a second and then you, you piped up with a bunch of things you learned. And now here I am struggling. I learned that uh, giant tapeworms can make you hallucinate nine meters long nine meters it can grow up to nine meters that's the, that's the big beefy boy how much is a meter three feet oh, that's a yard yeah. well it's about the same about the same it's about the same so like 27 foot tapeworm that's right that's baby. fucking disgusting mm-hmm. jesus it's, and it's fucking in there wriggling around it's like this it's like it's like flat too yeah i know it's, it's a tapeworm it's oh I just got why they called it tapeworm. Are you trying to be a jerk right now? Kind of. Did you run another? Yeah, I knew. I was trying to think of a joke too. Like maybe he's in there videotaping stuff. His recording okay. thing. He's a newsworm. So you learned about big tapeworms. I learned that, that it can make you hallucinate because it, it saps you of vitamin B12. Makes you hallucinate. Um, let's see. I learned that... Um, I confuse the Muslims and the Jews. And I also learned how much you really hate the Jews. <laughs> Which is, uh, it's a new development for me too, guys. I'm just learning this one now. How much he really <laughs> hates, hates them. It's I weird. learned how much you hate Ohio. And Ohioans. Like 50% of the show is Jewish and the other 50 is Ohioans. So. I like how you're Jewish and I'm Ohioan. Right. Nothing else. Yeah. Sucks to be you. <laughs> Sucks to be an Ohioan, doesn't it, everybody? Any listeners from Ohio? Also, shout out if you're listening and you're listening this far. Shout out to whoever's listening in Latvia. Every once in a while, we get <laughs> right? we get a boatload of listens from Latvia. So hey, shout out to Latvia, you guys. Write in where are you listening from. If you want to write in, roadsodamail at gmail.com and uh, tell us the cool place you listen to our show from or you can call in and leave a message and we'll play it on the air and the number is 706 201213 that's right for once i should have said this shit at the beginning of the show too <laughs> anyway well, you should have everybody have a great week and please go fuck yourself i'm so sorry i really am like she's got Tourette's or something she doesn't she didn't have Tourette's go to she's... bed early get some sleep it's really important remember when when she wanted to go to bed so early Last last episode, she's like, "Go bad, all that." But now, now she's like, "Fuck that! I'm not sick." (laughs) What are you allergic to sleep? Stupid. (laughs) And real quick, of course, for next week's Millennial Book Club, watch Jingle Jangle. And whatever your thoughts and feelings are on that, you can also write into redsodamail at gmail.com or the phone number seven zero six. Four seven four three nine six four. We don't want your old phone number to your Ohio house. That's six one four four three three nine six three eight. Oh, geez. 
Don't call that, everybody. <laughs> uh, but do call 706 201 213. I hope you guys got that. I'm everybody, so have. It's not a test to see if you know the number. It's no. to give it to the people who don't have the number. No, no, no. They got it. They got it. It's the same as what you said before, too. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. Go to bed early.